Hello and welcome along to the Three Amigos FBL podcast. I'm Don and I'm joined as always by my amigos Mars and Kylie. In this Getting to Know You mini-series, we've interviewed FBL managers from all over the world as it's our mission to let our listeners get to know the people behind the FBL accounts we interact with each week. To do that, we've come up with 20 questions which reveal exactly who they are. With the Amigos now, we have Gemma and Harrison, who you should all know and love from Twitter, at Gemma Baggies, and of course their podcast appearances as the West Brom correspondents on the Planet FBL pods. Gemma Harrison... You're very welcome to the show. Are you ready to bear your souls to the FBL community? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Good to have stuff. you guys. Yeah, brilliant to after, have you. After a great, we're recording just after West Brom, uh, absolutely hammered Saints. So the guys are smi- beaming smiles and tops on everything, West Brom tops and everything. So brilliant. Yeah, and there's, no truth, there's no truth to the rumours that Gemma said she wouldn't come on the podcast until West Brom were on a run of wins. And smashing the goal. <laughs> the first question, folks, for you tonight is to let, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself so you can where you live and kind of what you do for a living and so on and so forth. I'm imagining Harrison is a rocket scientist. <laughs> well, so I'm Gemma. Hi, Harrison. Um, we live in Kidderminster. We are massive West Bromwich Albion fans. Um, I work as an English teacher um, at a middle school. Uh, with years five and six mainly and what do you do Harrison? And I'm a second day school <laughs> Yeah so that's who we are really. Enjoying the Easter break Harrison or are you yeah, having yeah, to do yeah. some homework? Good good man. Yeah. You haven't got any homework have you? Yeah. Even better even better. <laughs> the best best kind of break then. Okay so our second question and this is actually my favorite question. So if you weren't human which animal would your personality match best and why? Um, right, so I would be, I thought about this a lot, um, I would be a penguin because penguins are quite gentle but also can be quite aggressive and I get quite aggressive when results don't go my way. Um, and I'm also outgoing but can be very shy in certain situations. What about you, Harrison? What would you be? Uh, I would be. Um, I would be a panda because I am calm, but also um, quite sensitive sometimes. Oh, that's lovely! Brilliant. A dolphin and a panda. No, not a dolphin. Oh, penguin. It's a penguin and a panda. Sorry. Penguin, yeah. Penguin, yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have dolphins <laughs> on the brain, Mersey, because um, Johnny yeah, Bacicci is uh, he's, his spirit animal was a dolphin, and they're all a bit obsessed with Johnny. They think his hair is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've mistaken, you've mistaken me for monkey but yeah I'll, I'll, pandas I love pandas I love penguins too but uh, pandas are just so one of those animals that you just love love to see they, they seem just so happy relaxed lazy chilled I love it <laughs> cool so um, t- tell us how and when did you first get into f- football and FBL so Harrison how did you get into football and, and FBL and then Gemma uh, I, I got into football um, when I was quite young my first match wasn't it the five-all game against the Uniteds? Yeah. yeah, Harrison's first ever game live was five-all. The hat-trick. The yes. Lukaku hat-trick, right? <laughs> yeah, so after the game, I had to say, look, Harrison, they're not all like this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you were only about three or four, weren't you? Yeah, I think Yeah, so tell, tell them who you wanted to originally support, Harrison. Burnley. Burnley. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Why did you want Why to support them? They were on the TV a lot. I think it was the first year they got promoted. And yeah, they were, so obviously I had yeah. to put a stop to that straight away. 
yeah. <laughs> um, and say that that was totally unacceptable. Yeah, but eventually yeah, he's got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brainwashed from an early age. Yeah. yeah. And um, me, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I wasn't from a really young age. I think I was about 12. Um, and I originally wanted to be a Man United fan. Um, my dad is an Albion fan. My granddad was an Albion fan. So obviously it's in the family. And again, it was, he was, he was like, Gemma, don't be ridiculous. You've got to be an Albion fan. So he took, took me to the Hawthorns um, and that was it really. And then I, I was just obsessed. And I remember um, watching him go to Wembley and we played Port Bay and in a playoff final um, and being like really envious that he was there and I wasn't. And then from, from that moment on, I was just a huge Albion fan. And um, I've been playing FBL probably for about 12 years or something. I just, I, I love the competitive element of it, of, of being able to watch a lot of games and, you know, watching all my players and, and all the points that they can get. Like, it makes it much more interesting. Like, even though, you know, Newcastle versus Burnley, there might be, and, and I might be watching that because I've got Callum Wilson or something. Usually I'll be like, mm. no, why am I watching that game? Um, but it, just, <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just makes it, it makes it much more interesting. Um, and Do you have Pereira like, in your team? No, see, I, I don't have any Albion. I started off, actually, my game week one team would be absolutely killing it now because it had Johnston, Pereira and Callum Robinson in it. Um, but I, I, I don't believe in having Albion players because I think I'll curse them. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I believe in so, curses, Gemma. <laughs> yeah, so I don't tend to have... I'll, I'll, I'll gladly have Villa players and Wolves players because if they do well, I'm happy. And if they do badly, I'm happy. So <laughs> <laughs> I have the, I'll, I'll easily have those in. And um, I think um, I finished... I think my top finish was in 2015. I finished 582nd. And I, wow. I, was, I was a lot more casual, as it were, back in those days. I think I overthink things now. Mm. Um, yeah. But it was, the, it was the year that um, Harry Kane was 5 million. Um, and I remember Aguero started off like he was on fire and it took me a while to get him in. And then one week I did get him in and he went off injured after five minutes. Um, and I, I've taken a minus eight with Harry Kane being a part of it. I had a massive strop, you know, oh, I've, cursed, I've cursed Aguero now. And then I ended up having Kane in my team and other people were benching him every week and I was playing him. And I think that was a big part of mm. me getting and finishing so high, high up. But, you know, a lot of it was luck and I've never been anywhere near that again. So, <laughs> but you it was fun while it lasted. You definitely need a bit of luck anyway um, to yeah. finish that high. And like I said, if you get on someone like Kane early, uh, can make a massive difference. Um, like I know, as as we mentioned, like West Brom is obviously very important to you and to your family and everything. And yeah, I know that you have some um, some favorite players. Um, was Jay Rodriguez? Wasn't he a big favorite of um, of both of you? And also even uh, Mr. Brunt as well, of course, the FBL God. Yeah, yeah. So we love those two because. Um, I don't if you don't know if you don't know about our story um my husband was diagnosed with bowel cancer in 2016 um he passed away um three years after that in 2019 um and and as a part of that um I shared like our journey on Twitter mm. um and um quite a lot of people enjoyed following our journey and a part of it was we really wanted to do as many things as we possibly could do as a family um, and then kind of like Albion picked this up. Um, and those two players that you've mentioned have, have just been amazing. I mean, 
um, J-Rod, um, gave Harrison um, a signed shirt and he, he recorded a, a message for him that they played on the big screen. Um, and then Chris Brunt has just been phenomenal. I mean, I, I had a message um, asking us if we wanted to go uh, and watch one of the games from his executive box. And we like we were just so shocked. And then he popped by afterwards and spoke to us for ages. Um, and Chris was there as well. Um, and then um, Harrison does a lot of... Um, like stage stuff so he was um oliver at the starbridge town hall we were just mentioning it and chris brunt said oh yeah yeah i'll come along we were like yeah right you know he's, he's just gonna say that and then message us again oh we've got our tickets so he turns up at the starbridge <laughs> town hall so every, yeah. everybody's going That's in brilliant. walking past him going isn't that chris brunt and, so, yeah, told- <laughs> and it was just it was just so bizarre yeah, I told, wasn't it? I told my he was there. yeah so they were all asking for autographs and stuff and then he phoned him on his birthday and like oh, brilliant. Him. So That's amazing. he's just been amazing. And, and the Albion have just, they've just been so good to us. Yeah. I mean, they invited Harrison to be a mascot. We've been to the training ground and met loads of players in that parade, didn't we? Um, and we watched them train. We met Slav. Um, and you've read the team out a few times, haven't you? You've yeah. been fans champion. Like they've just been absolutely superb. Oh, in 2019 <laughs> as well, Harrison was diagnosed with type one diabetes as well, which is a double blow for our family. Mm. Um, so yeah, they've just they've just been absolutely amazing. And the best thing that happened, and it's one of those that I wish that Chris were there to see it, was after he passed away, the first match uh, we played Brentford at the Hawthorns. Um, and there was kind of like this this uh, momentum gathered on Twitter about this minutes applause, and I just thought it's never it's never going to happen, you know. It's just this random random Albion fan, um, and they actually on in the thirty sixth minute they put um, a picture of him up on the big screen, and like for all sides of the ground, just all stood up and applauded, even the Brentford fans as well because they'd heard fantastic, about it. and um, they just started singing the Lord is my shepherd. It's just something we'll never ever forget. It was amazing, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, but yeah, that they, you know, they've just been. I mean, we, we've I've always absolutely loved Albion, but you know, they cemented their place. Yeah. You, in their you hear a lot. You hear a lot about a, a club being a family club, and it sounds like West Brom are, are definitely one of yeah. those that they really care about their fans, and obviously. Yeah. Lo- like like all of us on Twitter, absolutely loved your story and wanted you to do as much as possible with the three of you. And uh, yeah, fan- no, absolutely fantastic. I mean, uh, honestly, respect to the club and that uh, fantastic. The stories that you just said, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that's it. It is actually, you know, I mean, I I didn't grow up with, with football, but I think when you hear stories like this, um, where the the amount of support that's been offered, it it's just fantastic to see that kind of camaraderie and and family feelings is so good yeah it really is and it's and, and a lot of like a part of being the, the um in the FPL community as well we, we we've had like lots of support from loads and loads of people that have followed us over the years and 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 one Christmas um we suddenly had this big parcel delivered and we we were like what well, I don't think we've ordered anything it was just a massive box of FPL merchandise that they'd sent us like um, notebooks, pens. There was a sticker book, wasn't there? Was a like a, a little foot, like a, a, a drinks bottle, a bag. Mm. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't believe that they'd sent it to us. I you that before. You do, yeah. So yeah, we've just been supported by so many people, and like, like you say, it's just that family feel of the, of the club as well. It's just incredible. It really helped us through the really bad times. 
I think it was it was one of those situations where you know we all support football um, and and FPL and we're all on Twitter for that reason. But um, it was the the honesty and and the bravery from you both and Chris and sharing that with everyone. It was it was really meaningful to to everyone sort of watching um, and and following the story and and getting to support you. So you know as much as the the FPL Twitter community supported you guys. It was so great that you were able to share that with all of us as well. Yeah, I think I think it really helped us us cope, and it was it was. I just wanted to to show that we just wanted to do as much as we possibly could, and make you know, and and make the most of life. And, and with with this pandemic as well, it's just made you know, it's all realised that you've just got to uh, you know opportunities and things, just grab them with, with both hands and just make the most of your life, really. And, and Chris definitely did that. Yeah, and it gave us all a lot of perspective. And I, it shows as well with, with things like football and, and FPL, um, which can seem seemingly trivial at times, um, can be such a good way to bring everyone together and provide this sort of distraction and, you know, fun that we need in, in all difficult times, including the pandemic at the moment. I don't know what any of us would be doing if we didn't have football on to kind of, provide a framework in our lives at the moment you know yeah it's, it's, I mean, it's otherwise a bit of a blur I mean in the beginning of the pandemic when there was just no sport at all it was just surreal wasn't it it was I was almost like what am I gonna what am I it's, doing it's then it's then I realized <laughs> it's then I realized how much football meant to me to be honest yeah. I always knew it was a big part more than just 22 blokes kicking the ball and diving or scoring or whatever it's just it, it was really something that kept me going to be honest and when it started I, I was so thankful that it came back on again. You know, the players risking their lives, etc. You, you, you appreciate that, but just the fact to have it back on, that was, it was brilliant because there was so much Netflix that can, one can watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. So while we're on uh, the subject of, of FPL, I'm going to come to you here, Harrison. Um, is FPL big in school? Do any of your friends play it or do you have a mini league? No, that, no, we don't really talk about it. They all love football, though, because that's like a classic year seven thing, isn't it? Yeah, but no, not again. But he really plays at your no. school. Um, we've got a teacher league, and uh, it gets very competitive in the WhatsApp group, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet teachers are quite competitive. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and right, so and quite I... a lot of them are Spurs fans as well, so... Oh, God. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, Gemma, you mentioned uh, about having Kane and having that moment and finishing high. I'd imagine that's quite high up in your memories of uh, of uh, FBO. Any other memories mm-hmm. of Harrison? Do you have anything that stands out for you? Uh, a move that you made or a season that you preferred where you did really well? Because I know you, we're, you're in the content providers league and you're doing quite well. Yeah, not 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 too bad. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, one of the one of the best games that I can remember is when Aguero scored five against Newcastle and he was my captain. And that you know, it's, when something like that happens, you just think, oh my gosh, that's that's massive. Um, and then last season, I remember bringing in Antonio. My dad saying he's not a striker, and then him going on to score four goals in the game. Um, that that was good. You know, when, when a move when a move. Um, you know, it, it 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 happens for you. It's amazing, but then at the same time, you make one. 
that seems like the, the right decision at the time and then it's an absolute disaster. Um, there, there have been plenty of those. I mean, I can remember um, bad moments was uh, uh, justice for Brunt when he um, there was a goal that was given that he had provided <laughs> the assist for. And I think they gave the goal to Evans rather than Macaulay when it was clearly Macaulay's goal. Mm. But um, but yeah, I was, I'm still bitter about that. <laughs> that one is part of FPL lore. <laughs> yeah, yeah <it> is. <laughs> a lot of people are still bitter about that. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, and another one was captain in Shane Duffy in a double game week. I mean, what oh, yeah. what were we thinking? Oh yeah, I mean. I don't know about you. I didn't play a triple captain on him, but I did captain him. And that was just, why would we do that? We know that he's setting up for failure, but it just, those double game weeks lure us in every time. Yeah, they, they hoodwink me every single time. And every year I say, you know, I'm not going to be looking at those double game weeks. But then they come round and I'm like, how many players, how many <laughs> Villa players can I shove into my team? It's just like, what are, what are you doing? Yeah, um, yeah. but I never ever learn ever no and um, tell me the next question is to do with if you're the boss at FBL so Harrison you're probably thinking your mom is very definitely the boss but if if she was the boss at FPL or if she gave you the reins and you could take charge right and you could make any rule change you wanted in the game what would you go for? in FPL like, what would you change? Uh, if you're going to say in real football being VAR then we'll all go oh my gosh tonight's goal was just a joke like, <laughs> he was he was as onside as he could possibly get yeah, yeah. Um, but luckily but, it didn't count because we yeah. were raging weren't we yeah. but, but in FBL in general what would you get rid of or what would you change do you know I I don't I mean I am a bit of a traditionalist so when I finish 580 seconds I'll mention that again um, uh, it was before the chips and I think the chips came in the following year and that's when I I started to struggle a bit more um, like with bench boost and it was all mm. out of attack that they scrapped and free hit and all these different things they, they you know back in the day they, they weren't a thing you had one wild card that, you know that you could play um, and you had to play it by January I think and then you had another one and that was it Um I'd quite like um, something like um, that you could, your captain would go on like your highest scoring player of that week or something mm. like like something random like that. But I'm I'm not a big fan of the chips because I just don't I just overthink it and they never. I mean triple captain. I think I've got an assist and that's it. Like yeah. I haven't even had a player score a goal and I've always chosen somebody like Kane or someone safe. Mane. Yeah, someone that you'd think, oh, is it all Sterling? Don't get me started on him. <laughs> and, you know, and, 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 and they let me down every time. And it's always, I always put it on a double game week and it never, ever works out. So I think I might just still blow them all in like the yeah, first three weeks. That's, well, that's a fair enough one. A lot of, a lot of people do um, say it's, it's, some people say they want to have more chips and more options and more kind of little magic buttons that we can press and do some strange things. Other people do want to go back to more simple times when you didn't have to be worrying about bench boost. Cause I know that is one that definitely gets into people's heads a lot and they're trying to plan for it for ages beforehand. So that's yeah, a perfectly valid up, one. It marks up all your, your decisions. You know, you, you'd sort of change the way you do everything to accommodate a bench boost and then you don't get the reward for it. So, you know, I think, removing an extra decision wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing for any of us. 
So it was a slightly yeah. simpler game. Especially um, the season as well with like the postponements and things. So I'm, I, I, was, I was setting up my bench boost with the Leeds players thinking, oh, I've done this really well. And then they moved that game. And I thought, yep. oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's just been a minefield this, this season in particular. Yeah, I was caught out with that same one. I think it was uh, game week 19 um, yeah. that never was. Had all my my leads and my Southampton, and then it gets cancelled, and you just think, oh, why? Why yeah. do I bother planning? Um, so tell us, each of you, describe yourselves as an FPL manager in three words. Three words as an FPL manager. What what would you say that you are? FPL manager. Yeah. Like I I would be. I'm quite boring, really. I'm. <laughs> I'm cautious, quite, well, it's three words, isn't it? So cautious, patient and stubborn, I would say that I am. Whereas you tend to jump on players much quicker than... Patient, am I? So you're impatient. Yeah, impatient. Risky. I'm getting the idea from this that it wouldn't be a good idea for the two of you to co-manage a team together. (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah I mean I'm, I'm really stubborn because I mean take Lingard for example this this time I have jumped on him straight away whereas I remember there was one season where Aaron Ramsey was like killing it every week and every week I think well he's not going to continue this and then he'd score oh well he's not con- going to continue this and then by the time I'm almost like not putting him in on purpose just to be stubborn well no he's not yeah. going in my team um, <laughs> So I just, yeah, I'm, and yeah, I'm, I'm definitely stubborn and, and, and quite biased as well, you know, with the, the non-Albion thing. Yeah. Like if, if, if my team were, be- were better, then, you know, if I supported, well, not Liverpool this season, but if I supported <laughs> Man United or Man City, then that rule wouldn't really work for me. No. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> so, um, Tell us t- tactics, Gemma. When when do you usually um, set up your game for uh, you know uh, set up your game for the for the week your team for the week? When do you normally make transfers? You said you're quite cautious and risky. Yeah. And captain so, decisions? Do you tend to go with the with the like uh, you know the the popular picks or do you do you go risky sometimes? Um, I usually go with the popular pick. I would say I always make a transfer um, like the day before the deadline. Um, I don't tend to go early, even if like a player is going up in price, which is probably an error. But um, I kind of like wait and, and see what's happening, especially if there are like other games going on. I never, never one of these people that would make a transfer while the game week is still happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I tend to always go with three strikers, usually three, four, three. I don't like to have two rotating goalkeepers. Because it really, really does my head in. It's when annoying, I play the wrong isn't it? Yeah, it's annoying. I, I'm like you. I will always have a cheapie. Yeah, like someone that that's just a backer for that won't play because I just can't, I can't bear it. Like I saw somebody tweeted me today. They've got Johnston on the bench for 15 points. Oh. I just I just Ouch. couldn't cope with that. I mean, I've got Stuart Dallas, as lots of us have this week, with 17, just mocking me in third place. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> But yeah, I can't cope having that that second goalkeeper. Um, so yeah, and then just getting a couple of cheap defenders that kind of rotate around. But yeah, I, I am kind of a cautious manager. 
whereas Harrison will usually make his transfer mm. much earlier than me. Mm. I wouldn't be like too many popular because I feel like if you be popular, then that person will have that pressure on them. Yeah, how, you're, you take more happen. of a risk, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Harrison has a bit more fun with it than me. I mean, it, it, I mean don't get me wrong, it's fun. <laughs> but I take it quite seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as um, as you're mentioning there, I know um, I know Harrison is a more risky kind of manager, and yourself being more conservative, Gemma. But like, is there any times that you kind of will take hits or make risky lineup or captain decisions? Um, is it do you, is or do you just generally maybe wait for the double game weeks for those to happen? Uh, I usually take hits, yeah, when there's a double game week. Stupidly, usually because it never mm. works out. Because uh, but I use yeah, and if there are injuries like somebody who's out for a long time and they obviously need to be shifted then, I would probably take a hit then. But I don't don't tend to take a lot. Um, but I can't, but I find it really difficult to roll the transfer though because when I see people have always got two transfers, I can't help, I, I can't help but change something every week. Like I look forward to that one transfer, even if it's the detriment yeah, of my team. I always, always, always see that on your technical so yeah I've, ne- I've never I mean I've been playing for a long time never missed a deadline um which you know shows how seriously I take it I'd be I'd be gutted actually if I'd have missed it this time Dallas probably would have played so. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that would have been helpful yeah um so this is one of our, our other fun questions this is our Dini question so called because Mars uh, has a very bad history with Troy Deeney. Um, <laughs> I think he got sent off just every time he owned him, it, it went wrong. So there's a bit of bad blood there. I've got a long list of players who are on my avoid list this season. Um, so are there any other than, Gemma, you mentioned that you try and avoid Albion players, um, but are there any particular players that you've sort of had a bad experience with and you just don't like bringing in your team? Yeah, so the player that well, the player that trolls me constantly is Raheem Sterling, and I, I always end up with him in my team. Think it's a good idea, um, and he always lets me down. And then I will get rid of him, and then he'll score. Oh, yeah. And then I'll think, oh, hello, Raheem, come back. And then he'll let me down again. And just watching him as a player is so frustrating to own. <laughs> he is. He is. He's really frustrating player. So, guys, uh, if you had to choose one player, past or present, to have in your FBL team, who would it be? So, um, Harrison at school, they must be talking about people like Messi or Ronaldo. Would you like one of them in your FBL team? Yeah, I would, yeah. I like Neymar. Probably Neymar. Neymar, Neymar yeah. Good choice, good choice. What about you, Gemma? Um, I would pick um, a player that never, ever let me down uh, when I captained him, um, Alexis Sanchez, in his Arsenal days, at his peak, was amazing. Oh, yeah, what a player. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also loved as well, I don't often like to pick, going back to tactics, I don't like to pick um, like two strikers from the same team. But that year when Suarez and Sturridge were just like banging it in, both of them, like every week, that that you know that the pair of those that was that that was amazing. But um, Alexis Sanchez for me, I think he was great at that time. The Arsenal period, definitely not the United period. Talk about a fall from grace. So Gemma, um, who were the first five FBL accounts you followed and still follow on Twitter? Um, right, so I looked right back because I follow quite 
a few people. Uh, but the first one that I followed was um, Fantasy Football Scout. So like, I used to use, well, I still do use their website a lot. Um, and the second one was Chief at FPL Hints. Um, then <laughs> Lee Cowan, Fantasy Football Scout Granny. Um, Ryan at Fantasy Yerm at FPL. And Fantasy Football Geek. Those were my first five and I still follow all of them. Oh, excellent. Yeah, some classic picks there. Mm-hmm. We love Yerma. So tell us, what do you love? So you sort of alluded to it earlier, but what do you love uh, most about being part of the FPL community? And then also it would be great to hear a bit about how you guys got involved with the Planet Guys in doing the correspondence for Albion. Yeah, so um, what I love about the FPL community is um, just when you're watching a game and you and you check Twitter, it's just like amazing the interaction, like the shared joy and the shared pain when things go right and things go wrong. Um, it just like it feels like you like a real part of of, of something, a part of a community. Yeah. Um, I like you know you can share ideas about transfers and 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 what's funny is that there'll be it's it's almost like its own little world and so everybody will be talking about Alonso this week everybody's got Alonso and then you check the percentage on on fantasy on on the on the like actual website and it's really low but it just like it like the reality is completely different to what's actually happening um but yeah it's just just lovely like supporting each other and things I mean what I haven't liked this year actually which has happened more than I've ever seen is there's been a lot of sniping going on um which I don't you know I don't like and get involved in but that that's been happening quite a bit this time but I mean with the planet with planet FPL um on I think it was almost on the night that we promoted or the next day James DM'd me um you know saying uh Albion have been promoted and there's only one option for us to be our correspondent do you and Harrison want to do it and um I think I've been asked a few times over the years to do podcasts and believe it or not I'm quite shy um and <laughs> Chris would always say oh go on Jeremy you know you, you'll really enjoy it and I think since he passed away I, I've, I've been like oh you know just go for it uh, but I've really I've really enjoyed doing that with, with James and Sudge and getting to meet some uh, other managers and it's been lovely to meet you guys as well and um, I'll just be gutted um, next season because Albion, you know, they, they will be relegated. They're making a good fight of it, but it's too late. And then, yeah, Harrison, you've got a Premier League bag. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, I'll be gutted because I'll be replaced with the Norwich correspondent. But, you know, maybe we'll be, go straight back up. Who knows? That Norwich correspondent's going to be crap in comparison to you two guys anyway. Oh, thanks. That's Sorry, Norwich. Absolutely. That's right. well, <laughs> You know what? I, I think we're all we're all gonna cheer on West Brom for you. Fingers crossed. Maybe they pull it out of the bag. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Harrison's got the the Premier League bag. It's got to be there for a reason. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You never know. Stranger things have happened. We we had we had a great escape before where we were bottom on the last day and stayed up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if one so team knows it, how to do it, it's yeah, West Brom. exactly. And they do. They do and, look like they believe now. So. Yeah, you've got the right man as well. As as much as I love Slav and, and I love his passion, uh, probably complete opposite to Allardyce right now. He's a bit laid back, but he's the right man for it. I was kind of opposed to his appointment at the beginning 
um, because obviously he's got this reputation of um, I was still scarred by Pulis ball, to be honest, and thought it might be quite similar to that. Um, but actually, the last couple of games, they've been playing more like Brazil than anything. I'm, I'm not sure if they've been abducted by aliens or something, but I think the main problem... <laughs> it's think- like eight, eight goals in two games, right? <laughs> I know. Five, it's of like, against it's- the best defense, five of them against the best defence in the league. I know. It's, it's, it's surreal. It's, it's like someone needs to pinch me or I, I don't believe it's quite happening. But I think a lot of it is to do with fitness. So under Slav, they just weren't fit enough at all. And um, the one player for me that really says it all is Matt Phillips would never be able to finish like 60 minutes. And now he's, he's playing every, you know, every single minute. Um, and, he's, and they all look so, so fit. And, and he's finally playing Pereira as a number 10, which I've been going on about all season because both of the managers have stuck him on the right wing and he's totally wasted there. And now he's playing behind the striker. Um, it's way better. And, and now Sam's got his own people in because Ainsley, Maitland-Niles has been amazing. Um, Okai Yokuzlu has been amazing. Uh, it's just frustrating now that it's going to be too late. Um, but, you know, we might run it close, but I think it will be, it's too little too late. Yeah. yeah. I have to ask, yeah. what was it like in your household against Chelsea? Screaming, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I was just, my, our neighbours must think we're absolutely mad. We, 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 I, was, I was almost laughing as well when it was like four and five. I just couldn't believe what yeah. I was seeing. They scored another two goals when they scored, um, when they, when they scored um, the second goal, Chelsea. Yeah, and every single goal was just an absolute belter. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was very it was amazing. Brilliant. Enough of FBL now. Let's go into some fun stuff. You're hosting a dinner party and you can invite any three people that you want. Who are they and what food and drink are you putting in front of them? Well, um, I would have to do uh Stanley, um, Will Smith, and uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Them. Oh, very yeah, cool. and um, uh, I would just have a lemonade, and the adults would have uh, alcohol, and I would, uh, <laughs> and uh, there'll be a barbecue there. A barbecue. Yeah. And what's your favorite thing to have in a barbecue? Uh, hot dogs, definitely. Oh, hot dogs, yeah, quality, and they're nice. Yeah. They, they they're not too too filling, so you can have a few hot dogs, isn't that right? Yeah, you can have a few, yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, Gemma, have you got any different lists for us? Or are you happy to go with Harrison's one? Um, I would invite Roy Keane, because he just cracks oh, me up. Yeah. And just tell me how <laughs> no-nonsense he is. Um, Chris Hemsworth, just because he's really nice to look at. And, uh, <laughs> and um, Anna Farris is my favourite actress, because she's just so funny. So I think we'd have a great time. Oh, we would have pizza and cocktails at mine. <laughs> I'm just envisioning Anna Faris and Roy Keane at the same dinner table and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, quality. I like it. And um, this is um, the question. I'll, I'll give this one to you, Gemma, and I'll see does Harrison want to have an answer to it too. Um, if there's a fire in your house, Lord forbid, um, there was a fire in your house and you can only save one living, one non-living item from the house. So Harrison, you're safe, Okay. Um, what are you going to grab and why? I would grab um, an advent calendar that Chris made us um, just before he died. He put he, um, it's one oh, where you open up the window and mm. it's got a different note in it for each day, and it's got like lots of different challenges of things that we can do in the future. And 
like little things and, and like Beautiful. bigger adventures. Beautiful. So I would definitely say that one. I, abs- I absolutely loved that when um, you were doing it. It was yeah. very, it was very sad, but it was, and but it was moving as well. And um, yeah. it was, it was, it was beautiful, beautiful. Definitely. I would uh, get my iPad, but not, not <laughs> just because of um, some of the DIY games, because also my dad did, my dad did quite a lot of messages on there. And, um, oh, bless you. Look through their photos as well. And yeah. also, there's my, um, you used to use the FBL scene, didn't you? Um, mm. Yeah, I had of those. And now since I've been up with my grandma for nine weeks, it's, I, I know I own it instead of my mum. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Two Lovely. very good choices there. Yeah. So, okay. Do you have any special skills outside of your job, uh, Gemma, and, you know, outside of just normal school work, Harrison, um, and being decent in FPL? Any any special skills? You go first, Harrison. Um, well, um, I, did quite, I, I, I did quite a bit of acting in, like, the start of 2019. And... Um, uh, was that um, Starbridge Town Hall, was it? Starbridge Town Hall, yeah. And I did um, lots of acting. I made lots of friends there and I really, really enjoyed it. And you played all of it, didn't you? Yeah, Brilliant. I played all of it. You played all That's of it. cool. You were uh, Oliver, were you? Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. Can you say the line? So, um, please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> Go on. All right. Uh, I, need to, I need to get my ball. Lisa, can I have some more? <laughs> oh, <laughs> brilliant. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say, well, I'm quite a, I'm a, a reasonably good singer, I would say. Harrison's, you, you Harrison's be, an um, excellent singer. You used to be part of a choir, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was in a teacher's choir. Yeah. Um, but what, what I really like to do, um, and I do this at school as well, is voices. So my, my ideal um, job would be either an audio book reader or voices for like animated films. Because um, when I'm re- reading aloud to the children at, at work, um, I do all of the voices and I just love it. The only voice you can't do is Yoda. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at Yoda. <laughs> can you do one for us? Yeah, you have amazing. to give us one now. Yeah. Um, oh, no, you've put me on the spot now. Oh, that, well, it's not, look, it's not... Harrison's performed, so we've got to go <laughs> that, that is true. I just, I'm, I don't do like impressions, but I'll, I'll, I'll do like a voice. Um, so it might be um, like this character that might speak like this. And I'll just <laughs> do all the voices. <laughs> yeah. Like a sat nav or something. Oh, a sat nav, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In two miles, turn right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I always say she's the only other woman that tells me what to do without me answering back to her, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, Penultimate question now. Um, What is your favorite band, uh, favorite movie, and what 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 you're watching currently, both of you? Um, You go first. Well, um, one of my favorite films is um, Return of the Jedi. It's a a, one of the uh, it's the sixth film in Star Wars, and there's another one called Revenge of the Sith. Like I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan. I uh, really, really love the films. They're really, really good. What's your favourite band? My favourite band is uh, Linkin Park. My mum got me into it and I've started to, li- I started to listen to them for the past uh, like four years, I don't know. Yeah. They're really yeah, good to really rock good. out to, aren't they? Yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah. And what are you, what are you watching currently? Well, I've been re-watching the uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine season since um, 
season seven has recently come out and um I remember what we watched the whole season like a, a year ago and they've 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 like released their seasons but on Sky you can yet yeah, there's none to record. Yeah. And there were so many shows on we were able to watch it but now it's on Netflix. We can actually properly watch it again. Yeah. Mm, good it. show, good show. Yeah. yeah. So if you're a fan of Star Wars, do do you like Big Bang Theory then? Because they, they obviously refer to it a yeah. lot. Yeah, we actually um yeah, we watch uh, Big Bang Theory. We always used to uh, say it very stark because it was all about history, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, you like the, the intro, intro, don't you? Yeah. My favourite band is The Killers. Um, my favourite film, it's, well, it's kind of a Christmas one, is The Holiday with Jude Law oh, and yeah. Kate Winslet. I've watched that over and over again. Um, and the series that I'm watching, which I think everybody in the UK is watching is Line of Duty. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have to watch the new season. Yeah, Great. it's amazing. Yeah. But it's so annoying because you have to wait a week and we're, we're you know, in in modern times, you're not used, mm. you're used to no, being you're not. something. But that's, yeah. why we, that's why we haven't. So we've, we've had it recording um, and then we're just going to watch it all together because I don't I, have the patience. I loved, um, there was one thing, we watched Snowpiercer on Netflix um, and it was it was one of the first shows since Game of Thrones pretty much that I was watching like that, you know, waiting a week for the next episode. But I actually kind of liked it. It was something a lot different because we have gotten so used to just literally binging and a whole three seasons can happen. You can watch them in like six weeks or four weeks or something like that. And you get kind of more of a feeling for the show, I think, when you watch them over a span like that. But it can be a bit frustrating for our demanding selves now you know yeah yeah i'm sitting now i'm on drugs uh, I'm now. I'm on drugs I'm yeah i'm like harrison you're not allowed to speak to me for one hour uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no <laughs> unless it's an absolute emergency no, no words coming out of your mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, brilliant stuff so our final question and this is one where we want where we want serious dirt harrison now on your mammy here okay so tell us one guilty pleasure or bad habit you have. And you can you can answer for yourselves, but if either of you are being dishonest, the other one can, of course, chime in and have a better one. Have um, well, my guilty pleasure is the Eurovision Song Contest. I just oh, absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> I love it as well. <laughs> yeah, I just I just lo- I love it and people take take the mickey out of me, but I I really get into it and we we, like, we both listen to the songs, don't we, yeah. before, yeah, my, beforehand? Yeah, my guilty pleasure is that I love um, to watch musicals. Yeah, well, you, stuff, yeah. that's what you want to do. You want to be in musicals, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, bad habit. I'm not quite sure about that one. You, you're, what's your bad habit, Harrison? I don't know. Right, your, yours, I'll tell you then. <laughs> your bad habit <laughs> is that you never, ever keep still, yeah. ever, ever. It's always moving. It drives me mad. Like sometimes you stood in front of the television just yeah. dancing <laughs> I don't know about that I think my, it's, my, it's not really a bad habit but I'm just a really terrible loser and I just, I just hate that when the Albion lose which has happened a lot this season um it just ruins my entire weekend and I wish it didn't but it does and I can't stop it from happening <laughs> but then on the you know on the the, the opposite side when they win five times that they've won this season yeah it's just like that Chelsea win it was like the best weekend ever wasn't it yeah because we'd won again it was yeah I allowed you to have a donut you see 
Well, if he's if he's continuously moving, he'd soon work off that donut anyway, in fairness. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, any guilty pleasure? I know you don't want to really ruin Harrison's street cred, but any guilty pleasure that um, that Harrison has that he just feels too cool to say on the air? No, I don't think so. He's, he, he's, he, he loves his musicals. He loves high school musical, don't you? Um, which obviously is not cool with... with with his friends and things, but he yeah. just, but he, but I, I just love that he just owns it, well, and well, that's what he wants to do. Well, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with Star Wars. And, um, do you prefer the older Star Wars movies or the newer ones? In terms of the trilogies, would you prefer the older ones, or do you like the the ones they made more recently? Um, I, I definitely like the originals. Mm. I, I really, really enjoy them because it's like it's like the original. No, nothing can beat the original. No, but I really think the um sequels like the last uh, three episodes have been really really good my mom may have really enjoyed the uh, uh knife is it um Rise of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker mom yeah. really really enjoyed it because it was a um a character came back from uh, one of the originals and um oh cool and the main characters they were to defeat it but there was lots of losses so that yeah, happened. Yeah, I really enjoyed it because um yeah it's nice to bring it to a new generation and um the new technology and stuff yeah. so my kids tend to laugh a little bit at the graphics in the old star wars and i'd be telling them no this was really cutting edge back in the day but um, i'm yeah. really, i'm showing my age there you know um, yeah, especially, especially with the lightsaber they're really really good especially that was made like 40 years ago yeah really really good you know what they were laughing at, Harrison? They were laughing at, you know, the, the scene between um, Darth Vader and Luke when Luke they're having Skywalker. that battle and they were laughing at the, um, at, the, at the fighting scene. They were going, they're barely moving their arms around. You know, they're, they're used to seeing guys spinning in the air and doing all kung fu stuff while they're, while they're fighting. Explosions. But, um, yeah. uh, explosions and all. But um, Gemma and Harrison, thank you for coming on the Three Amigos FBL show. It was a pleasure getting to know you. Thanks thank for having you. us. It's really yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and then.